0: Life Street Stars, we here with the legendary. Yeah.
1: What's good? The legendary What's good? hurricane Chris and this bitch. What it is, brother? Man, I'm just chilling. What's popping? I'm glad yeah, to know, be say, here. Same shit, different
0: toilet brother, man. What you been up to?
1: Ah uh, man, working, working, working.
0: Man, last time I seen you, man, you was at you was at Real Life Productions Recording Studio.
2: Uh, uh uh, I think you was doing that back to back. Back yeah. to back. You had a
1: different back. location. Yeah,
2: we had a different location, man. Um, When I heard that song, I was like, oh, this nigga. Not playing no
1: games with these stickers, man. You look like y'all got y'all money up now. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, why look that way? P-P. Pete, Pete,
1: I'm just What's trying to see what y'all did. That Pete,
2: Pete.
1: Yeah. Now, hey, we got We got
3: more cats on on your level sitting on the couch. That's what we did. That's what we did.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Now, I want to start off by just recapping. Who was the first? Who was like your first biggest artist on? I want to
3: say, nah, not Boosie was probably our first biggest. Most of was local.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boosie was oh, when
3: Boosie came through and gave us the, the stories, we like, okay. That's okay, crazy. we, we on a song.
1: That's crazy.
3: I, I
0: want to oh, ask man, you came <laughs> and, it, and
3: it, you
0: okay, came and, and rolled blood. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Man, I want man, what was your first impression of our art Because you know, I often like to ask, like, what was the ambiance like? Cause I feel like it was a roach hole, but <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. I felt like it was a roach hole, but what was when you came and recorded our last place, what was your impression?
1: Um when I pulled up it was kind of like a it was a, it was it definitely wasn't this type of feel. Def- definitely wasn't this. I one felt no, like one
0: no at the door.
1: No, of- <laughs> nah, it was a place where you want to you want to leave somebody outside. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know,
2: real. real. Not but you from the bottom, so you can understand, you know, nigga having to work their way. Because before that, we was in some even more, some me worse than that. So it was yeah. just like the progression, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, it was, I mean, I was cool. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't uncomfortable, but, you know, yeah. I'm aware yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: So, man, 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 let's take us through there, man, because, man, you've been going fucking crazy, man. You are, you, you got a new single, my bay.
1: Yeah, yeah, and
2: I don't think we've ever seen. I think you might be the first person to remix their own hit and make the hit again and make it hard. Just like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, take us through when you know. I think the first time what happened was it went TikTok crazy, and it was an organic My Bay challenge. When were you aware that oh shit, my 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 song is re trending?
1: Um, you got this cat named Juby Too Fat, and he like. Was doing like the, the footwork dance, like, you know, the crazy dance you see everybody doing with sliding with their feet. Yeah. I saw him do it and I ain't really pay too much attention. I was like, that's crazy. And then right. people started sending it to me and like, I'm like, oh, snap, it's, it's going viral. But I still ain't pay attention to right. it. I ain't really just psyched out about the internet like that. Right. So eventually it just, it just started getting to the point where I was like, yeah, this is really gonna be something. Right. And that's around that time is when I decided to, you know, go ahead and get in action and move with it. Right.
2: So t- so this is what I want to know, right? So the dance is going crazy on TikTok. At what point did, did the actual streams of your old A-Bay Bay start going up or did you just be like, man, fuck that, I got to immediately jump on this?
1: Well, um, the streams for A-Bay Bay went up and I just got tired of people, you know, sending me to TikTok and... Saying, yo, this viral, this viral, you know, I do music. I don't do TikToks. Facts. So my way of joining the party is to add what I bring, which is the music. Okay.
3: Now, you know, I gotta address it, because you know, we're in Dallas and uh, you know, Bebe, he took the A Bay and was, you know, pushing on his own, and then you flipped it, made it my bae, made it more of a like a like a love story. Um, did you did did you ever have any inter- interaction with Bebe in regards to hey what, what he's pushing and what you're pushing as far as just what that was?
1: Nah, I ain't got no I don't even have no relationship with Bebe. So that's I, was I ask. definitely ain't talked to him about nothing he was doing.
3: That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Um, on the video, uh was that the uh what's the name of who you got actually doing the dance? That's the original guy who was doing it right um
1: Yeah, that's him. That's yeah. too fast. That's How created. was that
3: conversation as far as getting him to pull up and did he know who you was? It, He put some respect on the name of the song and everything?
1: Um, When I hit people up, I don't really just like demand them to show me this crazy respect. I kind of like to show you respect first, you know, Um, and he was that that same type of cat. Um, I told him I liked what he was doing and he told me he liked what I was doing and that's how we started the conversation. And I just told him I'm going to be in Atlanta, Um, pull up on me, I'm going to put y'all in the You know, and we, he pulled up, and we knocked it out.
2: So th- there was one person. Um, the there was a lady that you know that actually, I guess originally made this or put the house music to it and made the sample, and then she went online and kind of made it seem like you didn't reach out to her and all that. What was that about? Like,
1: <clears throat> um, number one, she ain't from the south. Like number one, first of all, right, so. You know, we got this thing about courtesy, um, and showing that courtesy. I know you got a lot of young dummies, but the true roots that we was always known for in the South was being courteous. You know, holding the dough for one another. and Just being generous. If we go fishing and I catch 30 fish in your pond, on my way back to my car, I knock on your door and I throw you 15 of them, 10 of them, because I fished in your pond and I go about my business. But when you leave the South, you start to see people operate in different manners. And what they did was go fishing in my pond and then attempt to go to their car and put all the fish in the car and just drive up. When I I, I caught them, I was like, I caught a hundred fish. And y'all ask me, can y'all come on my pond? Or say thank you for this fruitful pond with all these fish. How I many fish you caught a hundred? Thank you. Appreciate it. Let me get that. Right. Let me yeah. get that. Yeah,
2: because in the comments I was seeing, everybody was looking at her like, nigga, you sampled his song. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: like, like what you made it him for? That's his shit. Exactly. It's like if I take your bike and go put new trick pegs on it and trick it out and just make it the coldest mongoose. Or Whatever type of bike the yeah. hood ever seen, I stole it. You you walk to my house and get your bike back.
3: Yeah, I don't care what you did to it.
1: Like, I don't care what you it. did to it. What you what, what, you want you want your stuff back off the bike you stole? Talk about it. you tripping. You are really supposed to, you know, be in trouble for even taking something that wasn't yours. And if I wanted to go about it in that manner, you know, really could have went about it in that manner.
3: Um, what part does uh? Uh, Tony Tone Tone come in as far as the anniversary is that on the My Bay version as far as uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah do they come yeah. in like as far as do they come into this so song what anyway? the
1: DJs did was they splashed up me my neck my back Beyonce and Tony Tone oh, shit. Yeah, all into that. on my record I only use my sample and the Tony Tone sample so I took Kai off, um, Beyonce, and if it was something else, whatever else, or if that was it, then you know, I took that off.
2: For for those who don't really understand the music business, can you explain like when you sample a song, what like what that does for the artist as far as taking percentages away from them, them as far as eating and publishing?
1: Well, if you if you if you well when DJ Khaled used people's stuff, Normally, he try to incorporate the artists, that's dope. so y'all make money together. You don't see DJ Khaled just running around with Lil Baby verses, and Lil Baby don't benefit off of it in no kind of way. Now, if Lil Baby choose to give him that verse, then that's respectable. But right. I think we face with new cats in the industry that really don't understand the ethics of the industry, like the rules of the game. Um, they just picked up a DJ board or and decided to be a DJ a couple years ago and they really weren't even around when this game was put together you know if you move with respect you're going always get respect a stranger probably can get in your house if it's a respectful situation if he knock on your door and it's, and you understand that this is a person who you know mean well so it's not about me not knowing you it's all about how you approach me
0: now you've been in this game ten plus, and um, like you've seen j- the, the shit change from what it used to be to what it is now, especially with the integration of social media and all that. Is it hard for you to navigate the new waters, or
1: what?
0: Like, what is your what? Is, how, how do you move in this new thing that they we call it within the new mu- music industry? You know what I'm
1: saying? Well, I never had to move based on time changing, like. The hits that I got is like classical hits. And they like my music pretty much in a lane of its own. So, uh, I mean, when I come somewhere, it's Hurricane Chris coming somewhere. I ain't really trying to mimic nothing else I see. Um, You feel me? I'm like.
0: No, I mean, more so like you got, like we're discussing, like DJs now, or, or we got these things called influencers, or just individuals who don't really have any contribution to what you've created as musically, but they still have. They feel like they have some type of ownership to
1: it. Oh Oh, well, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And that's, that's just what I was speaking on. I mean, I guess it's, a, it's it's just people feeling like you owe them something or people not having the manners to ask you for something out of your kitchen. At the end of the day, everybody work and grind for what they create. You know, um, I can't run off with real-life street stars, interviews, and mix it with nothing else and call it the Hurricane G Mix. I can't do that. You feel me? And then y'all, and then and then and then I see y'all say something about the Hurricane Real Life G Mix, and then I get mad at y'all. So y'all, y'all stole my slogan. Like, hey, no, hey, you know, it's, it's
2: wild. Cause what that's what happens. A nigga will steal our interviews, upload it, <laughs> and they get mad when we. Nigga, when take you, this, you, When you, you copyright, copyright strike that shit, nigga, take that shit down. You fucking our money up.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That but I didn't even do that. Right, yeah, right, right. I could've you, did that. You could've I could have them. I could've I could have went legal. I could have got lawyers to really make them spend some real money.
2: So I got I just gotta ask from a um, I guess a music standpoint, when you do my bay and you're sampling your own record, how does that work? Like do you get publishing on your own publishing or <laughs> like how does that work?
1: Um it depends on how good the record do. I mean, if it do good, you definitely going to receive publishing. Yeah. And I, like I say, um, it's pretty much the same situation. So when I re-released the record, it wasn't like I had to look for a new deal for the record or nothing like that, because I already got a contract for the existing rights and the exactly. life for the rights of the record. So it was just me getting on the phone with my CEO and saying, hey, um, we're going to do this. And he was like, you know, everything good. Just, let's do it.
2: So I gotta ask this too because um, prior to that that record dropping, you dropped the song back to back. Yeah. Which I, you know, for me, you know, that was one of the hardest songs that I heard in a long ass time. And I jammed that shit religiously, you know what I'm Appreciate saying? That. Appreciate and, that, And then with, for whatever reason that song just happened to train and then that popped off. So did you look at that like, damn, God really just blessed me? Like I just kind of got a rollout out of nowhere. So how does that happen when you're when you're putting out music and then they just bless you with that type of feature? And now you can just be like, well, shit. Now we got a, a good ass rollout.
1: Um, speaking of the, the record back to back, I think I I wanna I wanna remix it and put a feature on it. I think I'm gonna do that. Um, so for sure, look out for that real soon. And it's basically like you you never know what's gonna pop. You call yourself working on something and saying this is what's gonna be big, and you wake up and it's a record you really don't even like. That's just bigger than everything you got. You ain't really in control. All we can do is put out the music and just like see what the fans gonna gravitate towards. Like I I got people telling me that they doing it the right way and that they recipe is the right way and that like they they know this gonna be their single and they like I mean you just gotta put out the content and let the people choose. Whatever go up, that's what go up. That's your single.
2: Now do you know how to do the dance?
1: Do what? Do you know how to do the dance? Nah, I don't know (laughs) how
2: to
3: do the dance. We don't want to see you try. Don't, we, don't even make the attempt. Now, I'm curious, if, you know, to have, like, a song like when you first came out in A-Bay Bay B on 106 in Park, and you see how the fans gravitated live and how BT and see that motion behind it. How is it as far as knowing that you had the same song, technically, same type of hit vibes, and it's moving, it's moving at the same clip, but you don't have those entities like 106 in Park?
1: I mean... I can't be mad at them. They don't exist no more. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, you know, um, one hundred and six and four just it just don't exist. It's I mean, like I mean, do you... it's a new it's a new game now. Yeah, like now you got to get it on, you got to get it yourself. You know, YouTube of course. Is yeah, the... it's like the the the, the Spotify and the, the 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 YouTube and all of these different platforms. It's, they they make money and they they get you a lot of notoriety too. So, do you do you feel
3: like we need those video platforms back? Like as far as just the highlight music videos. Would it make people put
1: more creativity in their Nah, video? because that would... I think if platforms like that still held all the power, then platforms like this wouldn't exist. That's facts. I, you wouldn't be able to do this production here if 106 and Pogs still existed.
0: That's Now, another song that you recently released uh, that I vibe to is uh, Hennessy, because I'm a Hennessy drinker. Uh, what are some of the... What's some of the wildest things that had happened to you while you was on that Hennessy?
1: Um, I got alcohol poisoning on it. Oh damn! Yeah, I drank too much of it on my birthday, and I was um taking antibiotics because I had like a broke tooth, and I I doped up on the antibiotics to make sure that my my mouth ain't hurt on my birthday or swell up. So um, that the Hennessy, we I drank like a almost a fifth of Hen from that evening to that night, then. People start giving me like vodka and all kind of other stuff. That's one of my worst experiences. I had to no. go to the hospital. The yeah, day. but I say
3: for those who don't know what alcohol poisoning is, because some people just feel like they could drink till they till they
1: throw up or whatever.
3: Uh, what exactly was it for you as far as just getting through that, you know, going to the hospital, getting out, you know?
1: Um, like I woke up in the morning and I just realized I felt stupid sick. I was trying to make it to the, to the door. I couldn't even get out the door. Um... I ended up collapsing on the floor, just throwing up. I had a it was a gallon of water in my hotel room. I grabbed it every time I tried to drink it. I just threw up crazy. Like any liquid I tried to put in my body made me throw up to the point where I ain't had no throw up left to throw up. So it was it was just it was just crazy, man. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. I ain't never felt like that before.
0: Man, which leads me to my next question, like. Man, you've been living. You've been. Li- you had a hell of a life, man, with the music. I'm sure it took you to some partying and shit. But so now that you're, you know, in the game, as long as you've been scene, what you done seen, does that kind of vibe still hit to you? Like, do you still want to go out? Does it? Is it still? Do you still like to kick it like that?
1: Yeah, I still like to have fun. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna. What you? What you trying to say? No, I mean you like. Because like, you know, I, I, I I seen see the, post. In the house mad. No, no, no. I just seen the post like with the window closed.
0: <laughs> Nah, because Plies had a post, he was like, hey, when I'm in the club now, don't send me, no don't send me no, all them bottles of sparkles on it and names and shit. That's for niggas who, that, who ain't getting who ain't had money for a long time. You can just bring my shit and it's like, he didn't want no turn up feel. He just wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like, So did, I guess if that that attitude might come with being older and mm. just balling for a long time.
1: Yeah, Plies is a little older, uh, Plies I'm older old. than me, <laughs> nah, like, Plies old. probably got 10. 10 12 years on me.
2: Yeah, yeah. You got in the game so young, bro. Niggas, that, niggas be thinking you older than what you are. Type yeah. Shit. Now, th- this is a fan question. Um, they're asking, would you ever collaborate with Willie Jones, who is another artist out of Shreveport who does country music but
1: he's black? He hard? He go hard? Super hard.
2: Like, if you look him up, he got millions of views, but he just do country music. He's just different. But it's another, another person out of uh, Louisiana, out of Shreveport, where you from? But yeah. He just does country music, you know what I'm saying? What they, you mean? Hell yeah, I do a song with him. Yeah,
1: ratchet country. <laughs> hey, this that thing might go mean. dumb. This thing going diamond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: dumb shit. Uh, another question that they ask is: Should a new artist focus on gaining a following in their uh, closest major city, or should they grind and visit other cities nearest them?
1: Bro, I be arguing with one of my homeboys about this all the time. He called me and tell me how he finna go to Atlanta and perform on this stage and do this and do that. I be like, bro. We got a small city, Shreveport, Louisiana, if you can't get that going and have that backstory to take to Atlanta, then you wasting your time. Mm.
3: It's,
1: it's like you got to, you got to, you got, it's, I mean, what's what's the, who want to see a story of somebody who couldn't get no fans in their hometown and they just, Went somewhere else and blew up. Like, who, who are you? You ain't got no people who can say you used to be over there on such and such. Or, like, so, like, you should want that notoriety in your hometown. Like, like that come first, like, before anything.
3: Nah, facts. especially if you're rapping about the street life. It's like, even you gotta you, have a street life.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, even if you ain't rapping about the street life, I just feel like, don't come telling me you lit, and they don't even know about you at home where you at. Or don't come telling me you' trying to come perform over here, and you sit at home and they don't. You ain't got that all the way popping yet, like.
0: So, is it safe to say if you can't get the people in your hometown, then rapping ain't for you, probably. Music ain't for you.
1: Some people, um, they may appeal to another state better than they appeal to their state. So, but with rap and being like a, a artist for the streets. If your hometown ain't behind you, then the street you ain't got no streets behind you.
3: Now, you, I believe the, um, and it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but you ha- had the situation that happened with you uh, out in Shreveport uh, where you caught the second degree charge. And then um, I believe after you bonded out, you came to Real Life Studios. And I believe he dropped, how many songs? Backpack. Backpack. Yeah, oh, yeah, back, I think back. he dropped another song. And uh, as far as you moving... During this time, as far as uh how as far as religion come into play, how far is you know being prayed up and you know making sure everything is, you know, family and things like that? Because again, from everything we've seen, we see that, all right, man, this is a praying man, this man right here is a man of God. Therefore, he's using that, you know, again to just even push himself forward. How has that been for you as far as just, you know, your your religious journey through all this?
1: Ah oh, man, you know. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't get through nothing, you know. Talk about it. That's, um, that's what keep me going. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, pray, you know. I believe in, you know, like giving up the praise where it's supposed to be giving up. And it ain't really too much I feel like can stop me. Like, as long as you do right and you know you ain't purposely trying to do no wrong or you ain't doing wrong, like, God going to be with you. You know even when you you might not be perfect you know um but only thing i know is my belief system it give me a different level of belief and a different level of strength like i really don't be tripping on nothing bro like there you go like i don't be tripping on nothing
3: how important is it to get your testimony on record you know what i'm saying you know we all have one life to live to where you know what we, what you drop on record is gonna be here after you. You know, it's gonna be your story and your legacy that you know, your kids' kids will you know be able to go back and look at. How important is it to get your story and your testimony on record, like you know, to record and get these songs out?
1: Um, I mean, I definitely don't feel like I'm in a place of urgency. So I mean, I ain't trying to rush nothing. Yeah. Like, want everything to happen naturally. Trust the process. Yeah. Man,
2: um like I said you've been turning up, man, I, from the off the port or off the block um you know freestyle that you did to the, you know, um my bay to the, you know, you got new singles out right now. The latest single that I just seen it, it had an Empire stamp on it. Are you now with Empire
1: or is that are you still independent? Yeah. I'm still independent. independent? I, ain't, I ain't I ain't signed no contract.
2: Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. I had a
1: few different situations on the table, but I'm right now I'm I'm gonna continue to do what I'm doing and, and this next this next phase of music, I'm gonna drop this next album, the next mixtape. Um I'm gonna do it my way. Like got and just focus on doing all my own promotions throughout my team. I got a big team. Shout out to the Mimi Agency, um, J2. Like I pretty much been doing this for a while. Um, so I just feel like more importantly, I wanna put out the the music that I choose to put out. Right. Right now, and if it's a situation that come about later, maybe I entertain it um, if it's a good situation. But with me rebuilding um, the brand and beginning to put out music again, it's important that I'm able to have full control and and make my vision come to life before it get overshadowed by somebody who gave me a bag or you know, because I had to happen. I had somebody put stupid bags in my hand and then. Over the next couple of months, my vision gone. They right. telling me, nah, let's do this, let's do that. You know, one of my last investors told me, Let's spend a hundred thousand on radio. Oh man. I said, let's let's what do that? That? what? This was a couple of years ago. Oh. Damn. This wasn't when radio was popping. Right. Right. I said, nah. I said, let's do <laughs> let's do internet promotions and all yeah. of that type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Let's just deal with the the, the internet, like Let's just, you know, do it for real, like the organic way, and they was, they, you know. Yeah, he was trying to take a little yeah, cut he off he the top to, of yeah, that. He was yeah.
3: trying, trying to, to go over out. them numbers a little bit. Not on me.
1: Not, so, not on me. And we have not this
0: discussion me. often. So is radio dead? Do you feel like there's any importance for an artists to be on radio now?
1: I just feel like if I got $300,000, I'm not about to go spend one fifty to two fifty. On radio, as I would ten years ago. Right. Now I'm gonna pull that out and I'm gonna hit up real life street stars. Yeah, shout out. Hey, I need y'all to go hard on this, blast this, promote this. Um, I'm gonna reach out. You know, um, I'm gonna highlight them boys over there. Say cheese. Yeah. like, you know. Do you like this? Do you like? Cause it seems like with with the way that things are now.
2: It's so black-owned as far as like we're taking the control back. You know, like like you said, we have a platform. Say Cheese got all these people got their own platforms, and everybody respects what you do. So it's you're never gonna have a problem going through there. So is it is it better for you now than it was back then when you had a recordor?
1: Yeah, it's better now. Um, it's better now. I actually sat down with my people and I had a bunch of crazy interviews all over in California with. This big podcast and that podcast, and I was like, "Hey, I need to sit down with people that that can speak to me that that I can have conversations with. Like, yeah, these people might have uh, millions of views, but my conversation with them gonna be garbage. I ain't gonna have nothing to talk about with these people. <laughs> I'm gonna look stupid. They ain't gonna talk about <laughs> nothing that's going on in the community, in, yeah. in the neighborhoods we came up in." Uh. I don't know. You know yeah, I just yeah. I like to see what people that the conversation don't feel stupid. You know, you asking me. So when's the next album? So how did it feel to become a rapper? And I mean, I'm <laughs> the ready most to generic, go, bro. The most I'm go. I walk out of them type of interviews. I like, talk about it, and I tell it. the person, "Man, you need to go to school for this or something." Yeah, like, you get, in tune, get in tune. Get in tune. Same stupid question.
3: I got to ask you. Uh, you know, the world watched what recently happened with uh, Jada Youngin. Uh, Out of Louisiana, and of course, uh, you know, Lil Snoop and countless others that, um, you know, being their hometown, especially seems in Louisiana that artists get to a certain level of bubbling and then the attention comes and then they become too accessible. Um, It seems to happen uh, concurrently in, in, you know, Louisiana, you know, Texas, Mo3. What are your thoughts as far as when an artist gets to bubbling right at that level, you know, you was able to overcome and get to that, you know, superstardom level? when you're bubbling, like, how should artists move? Should they have security? Should they be at the house? Like, when, yeah. you, when you got, a, like, you're you doing millions of views on YouTube, you kind of got a name for yourself.
1: Well, you, you want to you wanna be out of the way, but I think with Jada Youngin, I, don't, I think he couldn't leave.
3: Yeah, he was, uh, had the situation on it. Uh, yeah. yeah, he couldn't leave.
1: He was stuck.
3: And they say when you're stuck there, your address could actually be, you know, if people know how to. So
1: I feel like that's a, that's a law that need to change. Say for instance, if you somewhere and you catch a charge, it should be something you can show and say, hey, this place is dangerous for me. It's people, I can prove that it's people here who are willing and wanna do me harm. They got my location. I need, to, I need to be able to leave here immediately. You should be able to have a hearing within 48 hours to discuss if your life is in danger and your current living conditions.
3: No, that's facts.
1: And they should make a decision right then and there. A judge should make a decision.
3: Yeah, because it's almost like uh, you feel like a sitting duck. And um, when you're supposed to be able to go out and tour and do things, and uh, that's your livelihood, I need to be able to hire, if I need security, I need to be able to hire security to do some stuff, and I can't leave. So it's almost like you put me in a uh, catch-22
1: scenario. that's crazy. It's like, who's, who's responsible for that? You told me I couldn't leave here, and people knew I was here, and they came here.
0: But I man, I feel like that shit is just such a plug, because it's like, they want you to be killed or they want you to be- It's murdered. like a setup, right?
1: Yeah. It might be like, that's crazy.
0: Because, I mean, why, why would you tell a motherfucker, hey, even though you don't live out here, and all the, all the people that you talk about and all your enemies live right around the corner from you, but you can't go nowhere. That shit just always
1: been crazy. I mean, but that's, we didn't, this America, when, when have America ever had a heart? Yeah, man, shit. For anybody.
2: Now, I know you used to be a battle rap, you know. I used to be in the battle rap. I don't know if you still follow it, but uh, do you still follow battle rap at all?
1: I watch it, man. Pat State just died, but man. it's it's too disrespectful for me to it's too get is... into.
2: So, so when we I... was
1: doing it, we wasn't saying nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to say the stuff they say, I never come out of my mouth, even if I'm re- I can't repeat it to you for you can't to you know. I man. don't talk. Stupid talk like that, right. you feel me? Like, was it more on the spot? Was it more they like be talking about each other, mamas yeah. and grandmamas and relatives that ain't here no more? Like,
2: yeah, they be going forward. With
1: it. Yeah, y'all really? This mad or this for some money or something like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that's where i really nah, be trying to figure real? it out. Like, what's, the, what's the last battle you that you recall watching? I sit up and watch them all the time, like almost every other oh, day. The, URL the last was... thing I was watching, what's the boy's name? The big dude who hold a drink in his hand? Oh, uh, his name, Goods. Trent? You talking about uh, Goods? What's his name? Goods. goods. Yeah, That's my yeah. favorite dude right oh, now. Oh, Goods, yeah. Ah, he raw. He's natural. I don't like animated Oh, I got you. I don't yeah. like animated comedians. I don't like animated people, period. Gotcha.
0: Just if just you like around extreme. me and you
1: yeah. too Goof I'm like, yeah. like I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so um, with that being said, like, I know Louisiana is like one of the big spots for battle rap. Houston and Louisiana are two of the one places that battle rap really recognizes. You know, do you ever catch any of those events out in Louisiana at all, or
1: did, is it just? I've caught some some. Um, I think I went to some battle rap events in um, Dallas, okay. but I ain't been in none of Louisiana. Louisiana, a different type of state. I don't think they advance as far as the battle rap. Like you got to think, um, it's like it's like London. We, we speak a certain language. You spitting and thinking you spitting bars may not come off the same to somebody across the country. You understand what I'm saying? Like I feel like battle rap is something for well-spoken individuals. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Intellectual, well-spoken individuals. <laughs> Louisiana more of a... We we are well-spoken individuals and we are intellectual, but when it comes to the music we make, we don't we don't make that kind of music. We make more soulful, feel good, or uh, heartfelt music. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying?
3: And I have to ask. Speaking of the state of Louisiana, um, Young Boy just had his uh, ninth child, and what I. See, is uh, a lot of cats that we interviewed from Louisiana. A lot of cats, uh, I could go down the list, but you know, they have a, they be having a lot of kids coming out of Louisiana, man. What is it about the women out there, man, that make a nigga can't you can't just pull out of something? I don't know, like, it might be
1: shooting something in the air, mess with our hormones.
3: It might be, be something, I'd like, the be, be like, it's like, damn, they, it ain't nothing else
1: to do. You're in the country. That's what, that's what someone else said. He's like, there's nothing, nothing else, to do, else to do. Go stupid all it, day.
3: I, I felt bad because when they had that uh, that abortion law. I thought of uh, immediately of louisiana i'm like bro there's a lot of you know, i mean damn you know what i'm saying just like
1: shit, is horrible i got homegirls who had babies at like 12 years old
3: damn yeah is it like um when it comes to you know just as as you were growing up was like did people raise a family like a village or everyone was kind of to themselves uh like in certain neighborhoods and things like that was everyone like it was a village Okay, hey, yeah, so they'll help raise... Yeah. Uh,
1: My grandma will go somewhere and tell me to go next door to the neighbor's house. Mm. Yeah, and she didn't have to ask him. All I had to do was knock on the door. So, yeah. You know, something like that.
2: What's the one thing that you've seen online, you know, because you've been in the headlines and stuff, that you feel like is just way off?
1: What i seen online?
2: Yeah, like, you know, you've been in the headlines and stuff like that. What are what are some of the things that you've seen on on the headlines or comments that people have... You painted wrong.
1: On headlines, to be honest with you, I don't be reading, like, the news and paying attention to what what they say in headlines. Like, I'm going to give you a, a prime example of how I wake up. I wake up in the morning looking for some water to drink. And I'm going to the stove to make me some breakfast. After that, I turn on YouTube and listen to videos that give me knowledge for background music. It's not music, but background noise. So while I'm sitting there putting on my clothes or looking at what I'm finna put on after I just ate breakfast, I got YouTube playing. I'm I'm getting knowledge about whatever business it is I'm trying to venture off into. That's how I learn about stuff. I play audio books. Whatever it is I'm trying to get into, I might listen to audio books on that subject for six months at a time until I know everything I need to know about it. You know? After that, I try to focus on things that that that, that only have something to do with my personal life and my finances. I don't even like to turn the TV on, you feel me? Yeah. Like, I don't like to turn the TV on.
2: Yeah, I feel
1: you. I don't okay. like to know too much of what's going on on the outside, like right.
2: tunnel vision type shit.
1: When I use a TV, it's for information. Gotcha. I don't like just, you don't just like random time. content. Yeah, you don't
2: like filling right. your head. You don't. You don't, you, don't, you don't feel your. You don't feel your mind up with a lot
1: of bullshit. Like you, I turn. All, yeah. I turn on power, bro. Yeah. Just to text. Yeah. Just so it ain't dead quiet. Right. 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 Now, I heard all the episodes, but I have to go back and watch them because I ain't seen them. Right. That makes sense. But I heard everything. Yeah. I, seen, yeah. I,
2: seen, I seen the interview where you was like, um, you know, you was in a room with a bunch of millionaires and billionaires, and if you had the knowledge, you'd have been like, let me get that 30 million so I can build these these you know these, these, these apartments and these projects, and I'll flip that 30. What, what are some investments now that you're in that, that you just kind of, like you said, with the YouTube and the knowledge that you have now, that you're onto now that you have the knowledge?
1: Um... Right now, what I'm into is making sure that when your grandparents get old and you got to come do real life street stars and you can't sit at the house with her and take care of her, Mm. I'm making sure that you got somebody you can trust to take care of your relatives. So, my newest, and like I call it a blessing, like, it's a blessing. Like yeah. I'm doing assisted living for the elderly.
3: Thank you, thank you for that. So, that's
1: awesome. I ain't gonna lie.
3: Uh, uh, I had a granny that just passed away like last week, and uh, she was in a nursing home. And uh, I was in there, and I felt like they're not really taking care of her in here. Like she needs to be at home with someone helping her. Like that's kind of more honor, And so, thank you for doing that. Because you know, people forget if you grow old and you by yourself, and your kids ain't doing good. Somebody need to help. Yeah, you know, so that's not that's important. Right there.
1: Um, that's 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 something. I, before that, I opened a truck company. Um, I got a few other things that I'm working on. I really don't want to speak on too much right now because I'm about to start showing it within like the next month. Like I got something big I'm working on.
0: A lot of black business owners and entrepreneurs do not like to show or put their face to their brands or type of businesses they're building because they feel like their own people won't support it. Do you feel like that?
1: This business that I'm creating right now is not a business that I have to ask my people to support. This is a business that allows me to support my people. I'm telling you, bring your grandma over here and I'm gonna take care of her, bro. Like she my grandma. This ain't a business I'm creating with my money, this is a business that I'm actually going to be overseeing. And I'm stepping into these houses and making sure they ran like they supposed to be ran. And everybody going to be treated like I want my grandma to be treated. That's something I'm serious about. Yeah.
2: So, so is something that something that's already in motion? Already, yeah, that's already in uh, motion. So can you uh, let, let everybody know if they need that that service? It's going to you- be called a
1: Jewel Family Care Home. Okay. Yeah, so and that's gonna start. in it's Louisiana? It's named after my, one of my grandmothers, you know. So
2: and that's gonna be in Louisiana. It's gonna it's be starting in,
1: Texas. in Louisiana. My next location is gonna be Atlanta, and I want to try to get in in Texas For as sure. well. For sure, I want to try to do Dallas as well. I, you
3: know. Oh, we need that. No, definitely, definitely. Um, I don't know if you grew up there, but uh, I have to ask you. Um, we get a lot of people, and we see it a lot as far as in Shreveport, the uh, the stories about Cooper Road. How important is uh, Cooper Road and the history that goes down there? Uh, it's important. Yeah. Um, tell us as far as what makes it so legendary, as far as like you know, because again, you know, we
1: we just two hours up the road, but we don't know the, the intricate details. It's his own place. They ain't never cared about what nobody else was doing. They ain't never followed trends. <laughs> <laughs> they they did them life and ain't gonna always do them for life it ain't no place like the Cooper Road I ain't from the Cooper Road I'm from City Grove I know, yeah. but I got plenty homeboys on the Cooper Road and every time they invited me over there like it was a, it was it was a place like I ain't never been before like I love the Cooper Road I love the Cooper Road like so let's put it in perspective it's it's it's, it's 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 a city inside of a city right. like I call Cooper Road his own town his own city like
3: it's legendary the way the way they talk about. it. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. Uh, so let's put it like this as far as perspective, man. If uh, you were to ask, let's say, ten kids out of Shreveport, um, have they left the city at, at by age eighteen? How many would say they've left uh, the, the city or the state?
1: Mm,
3: two. Two out of ten might have left the city.
1: Now what? The the state, you know that that's a ten man left to stay in the, TMLF, the, state. Yeah, the they, state. Yeah, yeah, they probably came to
3: Dallas. Yeah, I mean that's part of as,
1: as far as they come, um,
3: man, that's that's a detriment right there. As far as being able to open someone's eyes to see kind of more of the world, um, uh, I, I'm sure the answer to that, the reason for that, is poverty. But uh, like, is there something where people just kind of have pride with staying where they're at and not moving around and have pride of like, I ain't, I'm, you know, I'm from here, I
1: lived here, I'm gonna die here. I ain't, I ain't going to say it's just poverty because I got a lot of homeboys with real money.
3: And I mean, if it ain't
1: poverty, is it pride?
3: Like, just pride of I, your hometown? I don't think it's
1: pride. I think it's just um, you stuck in your ways. It's like once you've been doing something for so long, you lose the desire to try new stuff. If you ate pizza every day for three weeks straight and I came over here and said, hey, bro, I'm hungry. You'll say, let's get a piece. Like, if that's, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I think it's just after doing something for so long, you just, you just, that's all you know. You know?
0: Now, uh, most recently, something that was sad to see in the news was.
1: They ain't broke, though. It ain't like they just there they because they, they can't. They, broke. Like they got, the, it's, it's, they got the means to leave. Yeah, they just choose not to get on a plane, not to get on the bus, not to drive their car. They don't want to fly. They, they, they don't want to do none of that. I got homeboys that ain't gonna get on a plane, and and like, it gotta be like a, somebody gotta be dead <laughs> yeah. for real. That's and crazy. That's I'm talking crazy. about, I don't know. It's just I don't like traveling like that, bro. In Louisiana, people got everything they need right there where they at. When you wake up in the morning, That's really what it is. yeah. See, like in California or somewhere, um, you you got the same thing in the hood. Like people in 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 in, in In these certain little hoods like Compton, they ain't gotta leave. They They got everything they want right there. So as much as you saying it's a whole world out here, they enjoying the hell out of the world that they in. It's like, it's a such thing as not desiring as much as you desire. Cause a lot of people think you gotta you gotta leave your hometown. Like, one thing I know for sure is if I sit in my hometown. Everything I want is going to be brought right there to me. I was arguing with somebody from New York the other day, I was like, I don't, I don't know what you think going on down here, we got everything we want right here, just like you think you got all over the world, um, all my people right here, everybody who love me right here. I go out of town, I'm around weird people who I got to look at funny or they look at me funny when I ask them to do something. My people asking me if I need something every day. That ain't nothing that you itching to get away from. See. Some people don't have a community like we got a community. like. When I ride through my hood, it ain't no house I can't walk in. I can, I can literally get out on feet and walk through my hood and just walk in dope from dope to dope. If, if you've been down there with me, you know that. And everybody going to let me in. My car could break down anywhere in the city, and I can knock on any dope. So a lot of the talk on how they say you got to leave your city, your... They got ops everywhere. I ain't never experienced that. The only thing I ever experienced was everywhere I go, they say, that. what up,
2: so, so I, You know, because it's a big thing in Dallas, like um, blowing up from where you're from, because you blew up in your city, right? Yeah. And your city actually propelled you. So that's yeah. got to feel a lot different than if you felt like you had to leave and get it from somewhere else. So why do you think your city supported you so much
1: versus how other people,
2: other artists don't get that support?
1: Other artists don't get their support. Right. I mean, if Some they like the music, him. bro, they like the music. Right. Yeah, ain't nobody waking up saying, "Who can I support today?" If somebody like the music, they like the music, and if they bump it, they bump it. Like, and if you ain't, you, you, maybe they need to promote a little more. I don't, ain't no hate. I don't feel like hating can stop your musical career from popping. Like, if a fan like your music, look at that. They say six nine a rap. Yep. He's still making money. Right. You feel me? I don't know nothing about the case, but I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You feel me? Yeah, that's
0: true. Now, I know you just said there would no, there's no place you would rather be but your home because it sounds real good. But where is a place that you've been to that showed you a lot of love and you felt like, man, if I had to be somewhere, it would be right here? Houston. Houston? Yeah. Now,
3: what is it about Houston? Was it because nah, yeah, you know, you know, know no, no, you've been from Louisiana to coming to Houston. Like, let's just say the ladies, do they treat you different when they hear your your accent? Your uh.
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's like you already see, like, yeah, it's yeah. already up.
3: Yeah, do you get that everywhere you go from? Uh, just women, whenever they because Louisiana, just yeah,
1: people, when I say something, they'll say, say it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people say that. Oh, no, nah, that's real. That's real. I'd be looking stupid, like, say it. You think I'm <laughs> really finna to <laughs> repeat that? <laughs> I'm just gonna say that again. That's crazy,
0: man. Um, is it because there's a lot of black love in Houston, there's a lot of black empowerment in Houston. How do you, why do you feel like we don't get that in other cities? Like the only other I'm, city- I I, can Well, well I got
1: there because I got family in Houston. Um, I've been going to Houston my whole life since I was a little boy. Uh, rest in peace to one of my dear relatives, he passed away, but like we used to go down there to see him like once a year, uh, we used to go to Six Flags once a year. His daddy used to take us sitting over there. His daddy paid for the whole family every year. Like, um.
3: Yeah, when they closed down Astro World, I was I was heartbroken. I'm like, damn. And Travis Scott tried to keep it alive, but when they closed Astro World in Houston, I'm like.
1: Yeah. So shit. I've been going since 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 I was a little boy, and when I was probably about sixteen, Jay Prince, his family from Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, that's what, that's what like the older relatives of his family, like they, a lot of them really from Shreveport. So he was in Shreveport one day and we were sitting down eating. And he just invited me down. I went down with him and we hung out in Houston. And we went to um, Vegas, kicked it at his house in Vegas. On the way back to Houston, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get a spot out here. He was like, yeah, go do that and let me know what it costs. I'm like, oh, he's trying to buy me a spot out here. I'm like, nah, I'm going to get my own spot. I'm going to get a spot. I'm just letting you know, I'm going to come out here. I like the vibe, I like the hospitality. I'm going to come out here. Um, I ended up having my son in Houston. And and man, you know, they treated me like family, the whole city, not just them, but everywhere else I went. Um, I got a lot of hospitality and I feel like the people there wasn't too far from the people in my hometown.
0: Speaking of Houston, uh over the last weeks we've seen two Houston legends get into it on some family shit. Um and everybody felt some type of way about how it went down. You and you growing up and the way you and your homeboys kicked it, is there such thing as a fair fight or letting somebody get a fair uh one on one or a fade? Is that is that something that exists?
1: Yeah. Is
0: it it cause It exists? Know, a fade, a fair fade, yeah, that
1: exists.
0: My normal practice is if I came with some homeboys and you fucking with my homeboy, we just going to J right off the bat.
1: Okay. So just be ready for whatever come with that. Oh, yeah. Right. So, I mean. Yeah, we're in the next minute. Minute. So, now, now we Within in our In the rep. week? Now <laughs> you're <laughs> in our <laughs> So, whatever goes. Now both. we in our As long as <laughs> you fucking with that. Okay. So,
0: so right. The, right. is the one-on-one to, a way to avoid that other piece of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: Were you were you, sad, were you sad to see that between uh, uh, Zero and them? Were you, like, you as an artist, were you yeah, sad to see
1: that? Yeah, I but ain't, I ain't see the beginning of the video, so I don't know what happened. Okay, yeah, so it's still in the air for you. It's, it's out there, but you, again, you don't yeah, gotta, but don't go I searching for it. Just. I, I, I mean, I seen what y'all saw, but I ain't see the whole video. No, that's facts. Right. I ain't see the whole video. To be able to make judgment, you gotta, you gotta, gotta see the whole every, video. You gotta have everything, gotta have everything. I ain't, like, I don't know, you gotta see the whole video, bro. I don't know. You feel me? You gotta, you can't just go out for a couple seconds in the end. You gotta see it.
2: But for for you, like, cause everybody then grew up in a group or something like that when it's an internal fight. What, do you have a certain rule like, nah, we will never take it this far? We'll never beef online. Is there, do you personally have a code where it's like, hey, we won't take it a certain level or is it, it is what it is?
1: pretty much be like laid back and, um, when they come to, like, advice, if, if I could give somebody advice in that situation, I would tell them to, their job is to make it home safe. Um, there you go, now. Nah. So, you should put your energy into protecting yourself, not protecting your pride, not protecting your ego. Yeah. Your goal is to make it home safe. It don't matter if somebody call you a buster, a lame. Man, you can stand in my face and say what you want to say to me. You, could, you, If I ain't no, no harm, my life ain't in danger, I'm going home, you understand what I'm saying? So the whole thing is, to me, only focus on the necessities, and the necessities is you going home to your family, not nothing somebody saying to you. Not even sitting and discussing to somebody what we're going to do in a certain situation. You might end up in a situation just for discussing what you're going to do in a situation. Somebody might not believe you and want to see what you're talking about. So even having those parameters set don't protect you. The only thing protect you is focusing on what matters, ignoring anything that's not a threat to your body or anybody around you. Talking. Man, that go a million miles. You understand what I'm saying? You got your own personal space, as long as you can have that, shouldn't nothing bother you. No rap beef, shouldn't get nobody killed, none of that.
2: I got to ask you this from an artist's perspective, right? What is a fair recording contract? Like everybody always complains about I got fucked over this or the the contract was this. What is a fair contract?
1: A fair contract is whatever you hold up. First fairness means us doing what we agree to. That's yeah, right. If we agree to it. for instance, we both agreed to it, it's already fair. For, for
2: instance, they were saying uh, the Meg DeStein contract was like a 60-40 split. If she was shit.
1: psyched out about that, it's fair. If she wanted that, sign. it's fair. Maybe he wouldn't have did it if the he not Circumstances change
3: don't mean it,
1: yeah, that was fair. I mean, you feel what I'm saying? To me, fairness is you getting what you what, what we agree to give you.
3: Yeah, I think it was a uh, DJ Academics who said, uh, when, you it, ma- "When your now, manager get twenty percent, if you are making a hundred dollars, you don't mind giving him twenty dollars. You don't. But when you are making ten million, that two million seems kind of hard. Now you are trying to figure out why he deserves two million. Like, but it was. If you feel like
1: that, you just fake. Nah, if I, you just fake. Talk if about you feel it. like that, if whatever I owe you, I owe you. Whatever, the, however the percentage go, I don't care. I owe you. I owe you, bro. Talk you about can't. It. And that's why I don't mess with a lot of cats because." You'll have cats who'll be broke and they swear to God, bro, we're going to get some money together and I swear to God, everything going to be 100 and, and you see some money start coming in and then they start crumb bombing and, 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 and complaining about paying you back for little stuff and like, man, oh, you gave me that, you ain't saying that, come on, man, I just put you on some money. Like, I gave you a ride with nigga, you bringing oh, up old man. shit. You ain't say you was charging me for that. The whole time, I just want to see some gratitude. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Why doesn't the Louisiana artists all do more music together? I mean, y'all have jumped like I feel like it would be almost like a Memphis situation if y'all just all it's so many people in Louisiana that's jumping right now. You know what I'm saying? But y'all I don't see none of y'all doing music together.
1: Name. You.
2: Uh, but you got Gates, you got Boosie. You I did got... songs
1: with Gates and Boosie. I did a whole album with Boosie. I yeah. did a few songs with Gates. Yeah. I'm like the first artist to even find Kevin Gates. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I was trying to shop Kevin Gates' deal way back in the gap. So oh, I've been supporting them from the jump. I had him on the road with me yep. when he was young with long dreads. Look on his Instagram. Um, so yeah. I've been spending the night of a booster house for weeks at a time since I was 16. So mm-hmm. I rock with them boys.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not you per se, but I'm just saying just the city as a whole. Like, you don't really like see videos and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, don't, I,
1: I just feel I like. Think, I mean, I mean, a lot of people probably got smoke with each other. It's a, that, ain't,
2: that ain't fake. It's really
1: a lot of people who smoke with each other.
2: Could you get money with somebody that you don't fuck with?
1: It depends on how how I don't fuck with them. If I don't fuck with them from a business standpoint, then, nah, I can't get money with them because they already fucked me with money. So how can I get money with them when they already show me that I can't get money with them?
3: So <laughs> I got to get your stance on this because, you know, you've been in the music industry. You know, uh, Amarion had a falling out with uh, B2K, and then they went and talked about as far as how a record is made. Um, they're like, hey, Amara's you know, like, I made those songs, but they're like, hey, we were there helping you make it. Um, when it comes to being in the studio, making songs, uh, if a person is in there and he just says, hey, uh, let me just say what's up on the track, or you get them in, uh, is it a situation where the business should be taken care of up front, the split sheets?
1: Yeah, because he going to get some royalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get some money. You're getting something. It's, it's, he going to be on the stage with you when you accept the Grammy too. He gonna Yeah. I mean, it, like that name got to be right there in the credits right. in there. He got add live one word on your song and when you go on stage to accept a Grammy, it's going to be a dude you never seen standing there before. <laughs> That's the, the, so, the producer left his ad-libs on there. So when someone, like how many people be in the studio with you like that? Nobody. I ain't, there you know, hang out, <laughs> we ain't hanging out. It's Not, like I'm trying to do something and then go back where I got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't hanging out. It ain't no party for nah, me. I talk ain't talking about I ain't about to figure I don't need no Seven party. people up in here. Yeah, we about yeah, to, yeah. I, was, I was breathing in the background. Well, I'm building one in my house right now, so I ain't it's like I'm probably going to use other studios probably like to finish this album, but I don't never plan on using another studio outside of my house again after I fully build this thing out. Like won't be no need on.
3: Yeah. I got you, should they reopen? I'm gonna uh,
1: use y'all's if I come out here. Oh yeah, nah, oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah yeah, hey oh, Just for the aesthetics. Yeah. Fuck with us. Yeah. But I don't uh, rock should... with too many people like that. I don't know. I can't trust being around just these anybody's studio and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now nah, we you, hey, we hear a lot of artists like that, that
3: have those horror stories that hey, horror yeah. stories are real in the music game. Yeah. Uh should they reopen Coco Pellis?
1: Somebody bought it and it's called um I can't say the name of it because I forgot, but somebody bought it, and it's a new name now. Is it the, ha, ha, have, have you been there since? Uh, is it, it ain't the same. I think it's a whole different. I think they're trying to attract like a different crowd. Damn. They might be playing different music and everything. How important? I ain't was, sure, though. Uh, I'm not sure, I think.
3: How important was Coco Pellas to, to Shreveport's uh, music business? For to me, it
1: was a place to break all my new music. Just like in Atlanta, they got Onyx. Yeah, there you go. And, and they got they, they main Magic City. I think that's where they really go to break their music, Magic City. Yeah, not fast. Um, it was our Magic City. If you want to break a record, you could come there, and if the DJs played it in there and they liked it, it was a hit in the city from then on out. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Is there
2: anybody um, in Shreveport that you endorse right now as like the next up, you know, a younger wave that's doing their thing?
1: Mm, nah, because if I say one of their name, Gotcha. And I don't say all of them, right, right, right. they all gonna start arguing. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I just seen somebody do something like this recently, and I look at them like they are my kids. Right, right. I never wanna speak on one of them if I can't speak on all of them. Gotcha. Not in the form of they my kids, but I, in, the, in the form of I take care of home like a mother would take care of his child. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, I would never wanna disappoint nobody coming from home. Them like my babies, my kids, you feel me? Like they all great. Everybody doing their thing. If you name them from Shreveport right now, you know what I'm saying. Like, and I and I know their name. I can I can tell you they jamming, but I ain't just gonna say no names and leave some because it's gonna be somebody that DM me tonight and say, "Man, bro, you ain't say my name," and then I'm gonna realize he really go hard and yeah. I was tripping.
2: Well, what about this? Is there a song that uh, that we should look out for? I'm trying to think of a way to tap in the. You know what I'm saying. <clears throat>
1: I don't think nobody got no big single coming out of Streetport right now. Got any shout outs? Um, shout out to my mama, my daddy, my grandma, my granddaddy, God, real life street stars. Amen. Indeed. Shout out to, um. in general, I would like to say shout out to fake ass niggas. Nah, for you real. They need attention. Nah, they don't need attention. <laughs> you know, because. I learned a lot from fake homeboys who I thought had my back, you know, and put knives in my back. Like I got my knowledge from fake ass niggas. He taught me everything I know, you feel me? I wanna give them a big shout out. Yeah.
0: And for anybody who wanna get in contact with you for any bookings or features, how would they do that?
1: Um, you can holler at the Mimi Agency. You could DM me on Instagram. Um Man, you can highlight three feet. You can highlight Mimi. You can highlight two. Like I said, we out here. I ain't really that hard to find. Amen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, man, we thank you for coming, spending time with us, brother, man. We just wish you a blessing on all your endeavors, brother. Uh, you're going legend. hard, man. Straight legend in this bitch. you've been
2: killed, like I said. You been killing everything you've been touching, nigga. You've you been doing that for years, but you really, really going. I've just in, been
1: bro. throwing out records, bro, just to you know, just to get a feel of what's going on. But now I'm finna put that real gas on the fire and crank this shit all the way up. You dig? Yeah.
0: Hey man, like we say, don't get too lit to forget, man. Come back, fuck with us when you drop that project, whatever you're doing. You are a real life street star. You yeah. dig. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Real street stars, nigga. Move